Hello T Crew and welcome to this brand new mini sip. Today we're going to be reviewing Britney Spears's memoir, what we can learn from it, what she really told us and how it is performing in the market. So let's get straight into it with the performance. Britney Spears's memoir, the audio and the hard copy have sold more memoirs than anyone else this year, celebrity or otherwise. So let's give Britney a little round of applause for that. Woo! Go for it. People have been wanting to know what happened with her life, her career, her conservatorship. This is something that the public has been wanting to know from her mouth for a very long time. Michelle Williams, who is an actress, I think she was in like Scream and several other movies. She does the audio recording of Britney Spears's um, biography. So she definitely, you know, talks a lot. You know, she does all of the speaking parts for Britney. Um, so that was pretty interesting. I, of course, did the audiobook, as you guys know, um, T crew listeners that listen to me a lot on my walks and stuff like that. I like to listen to the audiobook. So I did the audio version. Um, but I really found it to be insightful. The most big, the biggest things that I pulled from the memoir, like everyone else, was, of course, the shocking, um, you know, situation with uh, Justin Timberlake, how that relationship played out. And for those that are maybe too young to remember, what happened was Justin Timberlake framed this situation with Britney Spears as though she cheated on him. He was hurt in the relationship. And so he broke up with her because of her cheating. When in actuality, Justin Timberlake was doing his own thing. He was allegedly cheating on her on an NSYNC European tour with somebody that was on the tour. He was cheating on her during that time period. And when she got wind of it, she began to cheat back. And then he broke up with her via text message. This is something that was definitely not shown to the public back then. It was like, Justin was good. Brittany was bad. She was promiscuous. She was all over the place and he wanted to love her and she couldn't calm down her party girl ways. That's basically what we were told. And it was an absolute fabrication. Then Justin Timberlake doubles down and makes what goes around comes back around with the Britney Spears lookalike in the video to really solidify in our minds that Britney Spears was the culprit and she was the reason for the breakup as he played himself or portrayed himself to be the faithful boyfriend. See, that just took me out <laughs> as somebody that was there because he really played in our faces. Like what goes around comes back around. I was so hurt, but you're going to be hurt. You know, it's going to come back to you and all this stuff. When in realization, her cheating on him was it coming back to him? Multiple sources confirmed that whatever happened on that um, European NSYNC tour, Justin was moving like he didn't even have a girlfriend. That's how often he was hooking up with other people and cheating on Britney behind her back. So it was just a lot of that. And you have to remember also without social media, these celebrities were a lot more free to move and shake because a lot of us might think, well, if he was on tour cheating on Britney Spears in such a high profile relationship, how did none of this get back to Britney Spears until, you know, towards the end of the tour? No social media people. And the paparazzi overseas work differently than the paparazzi here. So a lot of times they want pictures of the couple together 
or they want pictures of Brit, you know, doing something or Justin doing something, but him being out with women that he was on tour with allegedly wouldn't have been a red flag for anybody because they were literally working on his tour. So for them to be together in the public really wouldn't, um, have raised red flags for anybody. Also, it was just a different time where, you know, one or two paparazzi got the picture, you pay them off and you go about your merry way. There was no social media. There was no heavy internet focus on stuff like this. It was like a grainy photo wouldn't get you that far. Anyway, you might as well build the relationship with the celebrity and try to get more tea down the line. That's how it was played back then. Now it's a different story. So that was one of the revelations And then she also talked about being on the X Factor and how she never enjoyed it. And I think this is something that Britney has expressed before that she never wanted to be on a judging panel for new talent. That was not something that she was ever interested in, that her conservatorship and her father thought it was a good idea for her to be on this panel for X Factor, but that she never wanted to be on it. And um, Andy Cohen chimed in in her memoir and said, you know, it was sad to watch Britney in this atmosphere because she was literally being controlled and told what to do. And um, I think it was her testimony when she was trying to get out of her conservatorship. Britney explained that she was on lithium allegedly at the time. She was being essentially drugged. Um, to be compliant. And then she was getting up on stage and, you know, judging the panel, acting as she quote unquote should, and then getting off the panel. They gave her remarks to say and things like that, but there really wasn't a lot that she had to add because it was just something that she was not passionate about. You know, Brittany has been passionate about her music. She's always had a talent for singing and dancing and really like being in that pop era. Like she just knew what would pop. And when they gave her an opportunity to have an opinion on her career, she definitely knew what was trending. She knew what was going, you know? And so when it came down to having to judge these young talents, she just didn't have a passion for it. She didn't want to do it. Um, you know, she expressed in the trial and in her book that she would have rather been more of an active parent to her kids at that time. They were in that like middle school, you know, grade school age, and she would have more liked to be around and really focused in, you know, people talk about her kids not liking her and her and her kids having a bad relationship that was fostered by the conservatorship, her ex and her dad pretty much making it so she wasn't able to be there for the big moments. They wanted her to work like a workhorse so they could get money on the back end. I mean, to support her mother, her brother, her father, her sister, Jamie Lynn, to some capacity. And then her ex-husband, Kevin Federline, plus the two kids she was actually supposed to be supporting. She was supporting almost 10 adult people you know, in in addition to her children. So they didn't allow her to be an active parent. And then they turned around and crucified her for not being an active parent. Do you see what I'm saying? They made her stay on the road. They made her take jobs she didn't want to take that she didn't need to take. Britney Spears made so much money in the nineties and two thousands. She did not need to take some of these jobs and placements that they had her taking, especially after she did the Planet Hollywood um, residency, there was no need for money after that point. Britney Spears was bringing in tons of money, but because she had to support so many people, she wasn't able to hold on to and save as much of it as she would probably have liked to. But to sit there and say that she needed to work, that's 
complete lunacy. Britney Spears hasn't needed to work probably since about 1996. She probably could have stopped working in the late 90s and still been able to live off that money if she didn't have to feed everybody else. I will also just end this um, by saying, you know, many people take a laugh at Britney Spears' expense. I will say sometimes her behavior is definitely erratic. Um, But you need to know Britney Spears was that girl. She still is that girl. Let's just put it out there. If she were to do another residency where she had full control of her money and full control of the set list and what she wanted to do and how often she wanted to perform, she can go to Vegas and sell out right now. The Britney Spears slander is funny to a lot of you because you weren't there for the Britney Spears era. Britney Spears was that girl. Okay. She was toxic. She was a flight attendant. She was breaking it down. People were learning the choreography in Walmarts and Kmarts and everything where there was a big screen TV. People would stop to look at the music videos to try to emulate the moves that she was doing. She was that girl. She's nobody's charity case, okay? She's been through a lot. Her head might not be all the way right in this moment, but Britney Spears is definitely is, was, forever will be that girl. She's an iconic pop girly. She really is. You can't point to anybody at that time that was doing it bigger than Britney Spears, not even Christina or some of the other girls that were coming up at the time. Britney Spears really takes the crown. And I think a lot of y'all need to be a little more respectful of an icon because people can fall on hard times and have mental illness. At the end of the day, Britney Spears really was one of the only ones really getting it and really doing it. And like I said, she could still do it if she wanted to. And that's my hope for Britney, that she gets her truth out. She gets her book out. You know, people start to understand the full story and she can go about her life the way that she chooses to in these later years of her life. Because unfortunately, she hasn't been able to choose and pick much of what she's had to do in her adult life. I think people don't really understand that as well. It's like being in a conservatorship where you're told what to eat, when to work, where to sleep, when you're going to work out, when you're going to see your therapist. It makes it very hard for you to think for yourself and make your own decisions. When you finally get to, you might not make the best decisions because you don't have practice at doing that. She didn't have an adolescence. She didn't have any of that. People looked at her and saw dollar signs. She didn't have a childhood. She didn't have a teenhood. She didn't have any of that because people were so busy making money off of her talent. You know, and that's something people have to understand. Overall, I did enjoy the memoir. I would recommend that people do um, purchase it and listen for yourself, especially if, you know, you're a millennial or older and you remember these times just to kind of hear it from her perspective because things have been so skewed you know, to her point of view, but I don't want this mini sip to go too long. Um, (laughs) so listen to the memoir. Let me know what you guys think in the comments. As always, I love you for listening. Bye.